Hey everyone, welcome back to Espresso Thoughts. This is your co-host Andrew Stenberg and I am joined with my lovely co-host Raquel tonight. Um, Hello. We are currently having a little bit of snacks, so if we end up eating a little bit and you hear some smacking of lips, don't worry about it. We're just trying to get some food. It's about 8 o'clock and we have not had dinner yet, so I myself am enjoying a nice little root beer. Um... Let's see, it's from Natural Brew, Draft Root Beer, Organic, I believe. Um, It's not organic, but it is definitely not your name brand root beer. That's so sweet. Um, so sweet. I forgot how sweet root beer is. That's oh, really sweet. They're they're all good. I always love soda for the sugar, um, obviously. <laughs> Who doesn't? What? Surprise. So, but yeah, guys, sorry we have been gone for so so long in fact today's episode is really just catching you up um i think we maybe had a valid excuse to miss one week and the other week i think we just were busy and time got away from us before and we were like oh we'll just do it next week um and then we had a little bit of some medical stuff happen so we're going to just try and catch you guys up with what has been going on with us the past three weeks um and again apologize for missing y'all for those weekly listeners that love to listen to our podcast, thank you for continuing to listen to us and follow us. And we hope to catch you up on everything that has gone on from the small to the big. So, I mean... Sounds good. I have steak in my mouth. <laughs> I know, I can see. I'm going to just try and talk through if I see that Raquel is eating food, Um, if I ask I her a question. I totally talk with my mouth full. You know, I thought we were told not to do that growing up, though. Only at like a dinner. Oh, okay, but if no one can see me, it's totally polite. But I can see you. Wait a second. I'm just kidding. Well, you seem fine with it. Yeah. Okay. So I guess three weeks ago was end of July-ish. Maybe like July 20th, July 23rd was probably maybe one of the last posts we had. Mm-hmm. Um. So since then. I actually have quit my job at the accounting firm. Um, we, what? I know, huge shock. Um, I have actually, we had a review at the end of tax season, and I discovered that there was no possibility of me becoming a partner in the accounting firm. So I Adios. chose. I chose because I always want to continue, and basically for me, I want to try to achieve the highest level of the career that I end up you know, going into or the industry that I choose to go into. So not being allowed to be a partner, um, that is technically the highest that I can get in an accounting firm. And since that was denied me, I decided to put in my two weeks notice. So my last day was July 31st as a CPA in an accounting firm. So um, I ended up having two phone calls with a local company in situ and got set up for an in-person interview on August 1st. Um, About a week later, I believe it was August 8th, actually, Thursday. Um, They ended up calling me on my way to my mother-in-law's house for dinner and offering me a job. So I'm going to be starting a new job on August 26th. So the last 10 days or so, I've actually been enjoying a little bit of stay-at-home husband status. We're calling him stay-at-home husband because he's not a stay-at-home dad. Because I don't have kids. Yeah. We don't have a dog, thankfully, or a fish. Thank goodness. Thankfully. I know. So. And he's really loving it. He almost didn't want to get the new job. He's I like, know. I can just live this life, and you could go to work, and then I could be a stay-at-home husband. It's been great. You know, I mean, I wake up, you 
run the water, you fold the clothes, you do the dishes. Like it's a relaxing life. It is, and I think an ideal world is I would maybe do four hours a day of work uh, for my own accounting clients, tax clients, payroll, etc., and then do the rest of just like stay at home husband. I think it'd be great. I'm not gonna lie, but, but anyways, that's not happening. That's not happening. I got a full time job coming up, a salary job within situ. So that has been, for the most part, I think my biggest stuff that has been going on. Um, it was definitely, I'm not gonna lie, it was definitely stressful. Um, it, was? it was stressful leaving a job and security that have I could have continued to have, and going for that much security. I mean, it kind of. I mean, we have a mortgage we have to pay. You generally want to make sure you're having income and not just leave your income. True. It's true. Yeah. So that was that was obviously a little a little stressful, but um, I was very happy to hear that I had ended up getting the job, and I had felt pretty good after the interview that I had answered the questions well, um, and that I you know made enough jokes, but not too many. Um, I really tried to get them to laugh a little bit, but I thought that it went. It went really well. I'm looking forward to day one of work on August 26th. As a guy who's been through a decent amount of interviews in his life, what's the number one thing you would tell people? Because I kind of have this like vibe that, yes, you can say and act a certain way to get the job, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, if you're the right fit, they're going to pick you. If you're not, they're not going to pick you. It doesn't matter like how nice they think you are. Yeah, I mean, you have That's to- kind of my opinion, is, like, it's not so much about, like, oh, I'm just so, like, I say the right things as much as, are you actually a good fit for this job, or are you not a good fit for this job? You know, and they're trying to figure that out. Yeah, I mean, obviously, number one is you got to have the qualifications, um, and that's the first thing that kind of gets you maybe into the phone call interview, and then I think saying the right things, reading the situation... And showing that you're a good, personable person, an individual, that they can, if you're on a team, they want to make sure that they can get along with you. Um, So that's where I feel like kind of bringing a little bit of humor into the game, but also showing that I'm a very serious individual when it comes to work. Yeah. Um, So I felt like what I did well was I realized that they want to, in essence, kind of, I guess, change how they're currently processing information. And so when I heard that, I mentioned, well, hey, I, I set up my own custom reports inside of an accounting software we use, and I was in charge of coding and doing this. And they seemed to like jot down that note um, and seemed impressed by that. So I guess for me, it was kind of making sure to read the situation, read in the room, what do they want as employers, besides obviously just an employee that is qualified, an employee that is a very personable individual. Right. So are you on Facebook right now? No. I think you are. What's something you would say not to say or bring up in an interview? Oh, man. Um, I mean, Is there anything you like shouldn't say? Yeah, I mean, I try to not bring up... Uh, I don't try to ever bring up jokes about like being an alcoholic or a druggie or anything like that. Wait, what? That, you know, how, like, how do those become... What? Joke about being... Wait, what? Yeah, you know, if I were to joke and be like, oh, hey, is there like a liquor cabinet in the office? Ha <laughs> ha, or something like that. Or, hey, I always bring my own boots or whatever. So I don't generally joke about that per se. Got it. 
even though I do like to joke. Um, I mean, as far as saying stuff, like, you don't want to, you will always generally ask the question, what is your weak, what is your biggest weakness? And you could generally have to tell them, other than that, I won't bring up anything that I'm a fault at, if I can, you know, that's just not a very smart move. Um, so generally not talking about your weaknesses. I think something you should not say in an interview, and this is not because I've actually had to be interviewed pretty much ever in my life. It's because I've interviewed people. Here's what, and so I know what turns me off beyond. As an employer? Yeah. Here's what you should never say, even if it's true or partly true. I hate my current job. Yeah, I just really don't like my mm. current job. Yeah. Never tell them you hate your current job or it's like anything along those lines mm-hmm. because it makes you come off as A, a negative person, B, a very tough employee to handle. Yeah. It, and you're never making your current employer look bad by saying I hate my current job. Correct. I just, I, yeah, I just really don't like my current job, so that's why I'm looking for a new job. You're never going to make them look bad. You're only making yourself look so not attractive to hire. Yeah. Because it's like, huh, they say that about like this job. or they're, If they had this attitude, they'd probably just take that attitude right onto this job. Because Correct. So that's how I feel. So like, never say that. Never, be, never come on with a negative attitude. You know. That's a good point because even if you had a tough situation, sorry, you don't. I didn't. No, no, you're sorry. good. You're continuing. Even if you had maybe a situation where you were wronged, and that's why you want to leave because the people yeah. you worked for hurt, felt like they hurt you. Like on some level, keep it short. They don't need to know details. Even if you're really hurt by your current employers, or they hurt you, or or like something where you feel like you were wronged. Uh-huh. Don't talk smack about your current or past employers to your new ones you're hoping to get ever, yeah. even if they were horrible people. Okay, don't yeah. ever. Maybe after you get the job and you all get to know each other, you want to share about past experiences. That's fine. Yeah, but just don't do it if you're in an interview to get a job or asking for a job or applying for a job. Yeah, I mean that's a good point because they had asked me, you know, why you're leaving your your previous employer and a lot of and a lot of people will ask that question um and i answer truthfully in regards to just there there was no more future for me there and i am still young enough that i can kind of start set my own future and my own path and so i wanted to change that before it was too late um and i i didn't i didn't say that they were bad at all i mean i was glad that they were honest with me you know it was kind of like things that i said so that is a good point you normally do not want to talk smack because then what happens when you know, if you did hire that employee, you have this nagging thought of, oh, they're, what if they go look for a different job and then they just talk smack if about us? If you talk smack, I'd be kind of shocked if you got hired at all. Correct. But if you did, yeah. Oh, even if I actually fully, even if it was a unique situation where I knew why I knew the person's situation, mm-hmm. it wasn't like a stranger, and I knew that they, I kind of knew, I kind of agreed with them that, oh, I think that, that company would suck to work for or whatever. Yeah. Like, and but if they're talking really bad, trashing them, I still find that an unattractive quality. Yeah. <laughs> in a I person. Agree. It's so, never good. Yeah. I wouldn't hire them. Well, that's good to know. So, for any of you looking for future employment, um, either you're leaving a job or you're getting into the workforce, um, I mean, obviously, if you're leaving a job, again, don't necessarily trash talk the previous 
owner or previous employer talk almost talk them up and just say that you had a different you have different goals and you had different paths you had to take um, and that's why you're looking to leave that that current employer so it's good good input what do you think about telling a new employer that you were bored at your old job well is that I, a good thing to say i don't really know don't say you're bored but how i word it is i like to i like to continue to I wouldn't say educate myself, but I like to continue to grow myself and my skill set. That's how I like to word it is basically, I feel like I've reached my maximum here at my current job and I'm now I'm going somewhere else. And the reason why is because like, for example, why I'm a CPA in a tax firm, that should just be it for me. Well, obviously there's no more future for me, but then when they say like, well, what can, what, you know, why do you want to leave that? Why don't you just go to another accounting firm? And then I'm like, well, cause I want to, enjoy and explore and expand my boundaries and my skills so another way basically saying i'm bored of doing the same thing over and over and over again let's switch it up a little bit i have a question for you yes what was it i don't know oh oh, oh. Ah. okay if you are very precisely taking a job because of the pay and that's mm-hmm. like your main motivation of taking a job and, like, other than that, to be honest, you don't mind working there, but there's nothing. It's not like you're like, oh, my gosh, I love what you guys do. It's more like, yeah, you guys pay people really well. I uh-huh. want a good paying job. All right, whatever. Or uh, I want to make money. Yeah. Okay, let's just say. I want to make if money. If your employer says, why do you want to work here? Is it okay and to just say that? straight up kind of why you want to work there, what should you say? Um, I mean, that's a great question. I, I've never believed that you should ever pursue a job simply because of money. If you... But say you were going to, because you want to. Correct. Uh, I would say you just have to try and blend in and answer the reason why I'm trying to join your business is because I believe in your mission statement and I've heard great things about your company. You don't want to just flat out say, I heard you have a great compensation package and I want that. You know. Yeah, but what if like saying something like "I agree with your mission statement" is too far fetched? Like, no, you got to research the company. Like, I go online and I will look up the company and I'll read about the company before I'm even applying. Would you try to spin it though and try to instead of say why you won't work there, say like why you think you'd be good at working there? I mean, you, you know, could. like you don't really answer the question, but you answer the question and they aren't quite sure if you answered. Like, instead of saying why do you want to work here, you're like. Oh, I just want to work here because I I think I'd be like really great at this. I could add this and like I'll add why you would, you know. And I I like kind of essentially you're kind of like complimenting yourself in a way. You could try saying like why you would be good at working there or a good fit instead of actually answering why you want to work there. Yeah, I mean you could try and they might not like come back to them and be like, okay, well I don't think you really answered the question. You know why do you why like why do you want to work here? I mean you might be able to get away with it with dodging it. Um, but if not, and if they come back to it. I think you could it. dodge it really easy by just saying why you think you'd be good at working there. Yeah. However, if they're if they're actually, like, care about that question and want to know why you want to work for them specifically, they might dig further. Yeah. But. That's a good question. Um, Do you think you should work at a place just because of how well they pay? That's what most people do. Like... Yeah, if you hated your job to the point where you were miserable, where money suddenly didn't matter anymore, you were so miserable, no one's going to do that. But most people work for companies, like, 
you know, corporate situation because it's job security or like they could even they know they could pay their rent or pay their mortgage or like have benefits. That's why people do it. It's totally why people do it. Yeah, but there's and then the hope is that they like their coworkers. They like what they do every day. They can find passion in the job itself and not be miserable from nine to five every single day. Mm-hmm. But no, people totally get like you know your your typical job for a company for those reasons. You know. Yeah, but I mean, some company you might go to that might pay okay, but is a lot of fun and you enjoy it. And then there's some people that will just go to the highest paying job and they don't care what kind of a work environment they're in. They just want to make as much money as possible. Do you believe that that mentality is okay? I have definitely heard of people going to work at a really high paying job where like it's so stressful and like the people they work with are like mean to them, yell at them, whatever. Or, like, it's so hard on them for emotionally, mentally, physically, whatever it is. But they eventually quit. It's just, like, oh, just temporarily. Like, no one stays in that kind of a job forever. Like, yeah. But in general, yeah, people take, you know, your more, like, typical jobs. I don't know. Some people, I think, maybe get out of college or whatever and they go pursue a job because they're just, like, super gung-ho about, you know, being in the real world and starting like their career uh-huh. but that's more for like very specific i guess career paths i guess yeah like most people get out of college and then they go get a job that they hope will like be like oh yay i got a good paying job so that i can pay off my student loan and like have a life now and yeah have fun on the weekend and like be able to buy a car or whatever it is uh, yeah i don't know Hey, but maybe people do stuff and I just don't know why. That's totally true. Speaking of stuff that we don't know why, was there anything that happened to you over the last three weeks that just kind of sprung on us that really caused us a little bit of concern? Do you have anything that you recall happening at all? And if you cannot answer because you're playing a game, then that is not not okay. I'm not playing a game. I'm focused on us. So what did I just say? Is there anything that sprung on me? Yes, the whole month of July has been rough. And I... Just so much has happened in the month of July, guys. Just in general. I was thinking more of like a medical randomness. last few weeks, it's just been a lot to deal with. But no, it's not been like. Oh, it's just been a lot. Perhaps a certain neck injury that just. Yeah, and among us. all of that, <laughs> I had a horrible neck injury where I like, was totally couldn't move my neck for an entire day and it was super painful. I couldn't. And I, scary. That, I went to my like doctor right away, my chiropractor, and he, like, after seeing him, I was able to actually lay down and get sleep that night. But I couldn't move without Andrew helping me. I couldn't move during the bed. I had to, like, I needed help laying down. It was horrible. I had a really bad neck injury. Um, And I'm doing a lot better now. You know, back to slowly getting back to be active, play sports, do things. Not, but it was horrible. And that was just one of many things that I was dealing with all at once. So... Yeah, that was uh, that was the reason why we missed the uh, the second week podcast was because 
Uh, I believe Raquel's injury started Friday, and yeah, got to the point where, where she could not move her neck at all, um, and so we ended up going to the chiropractor, and it probably wasn't until Monday that you well you could I actually maybe I sleep was better. Be able to go to work on Sunday. Could not go to work on Sunday either. Yeah, Monday I had to go to work. Saturday you still I was able needed to actually go to work, but it was two full days kind of three days including two full days after the day of the injury where I could not I would not have been physically able to like even go to work like at all and then I it was still pretty rough the next couple days but yeah I was able to go to work you were able to turn yourself in bed which was nice you didn't need me to yeah to no I have to like that. wake up Andrew in the night and be like I need to turn I need to move and then sometimes I try to like turn on my own and I would like totally hurt so bad I would be like I can't do this anymore. Yeah. Quite scary. Um, How was that for you, though? It feels so bad for you. You know, I'm not going to lie. Um, it wasn't ideal. Um, but I felt more like one of those like helpless situations where I couldn't do anything and I just wanted to. So I was more frustrated with the whole situation of why can't I do anything, you know? like What do you mean? You did, what do you mean? Like, why can't I make you better? You know, whenever, what? like... Your significant other gets sick or your significant other is injured or has something and you're like, oh, you know, I can only do so much, but you want to do more to help. Um, yeah, but you you were like, I would needed someone with me for like two days straight. You correct. Like, I mean, obviously I was there You were helping, there with me. But, you know, I always had Not the feeling like I wanted to do day more. Up was horrible. That was scary. Literally terrifying. Um... Anything else new happening? Oh, man. Uh, let's see. New? Yeah. You know, There's been a lot of newness. Yeah. Just like I could say adjusting. Having to re-look at things and be like, okay. Yeah. Where do we go from here, you know? Yeah. How about you? You know, not a whole lot of you new. Know, I mean, besides the whole stay-at-home husband for a bit, um, which is going to be going away. What? I know. No, when the job comes in a couple weeks. Husband. But I'm looking forward to that. Uh, other than that, though, not a whole lot that's new. I played in a golf tournament. Um, we did really well. Nothing else new. I'm not sure. I don't. I can't think of anything. We had we had a soccer meeting. We got a new ice machine for the coffee shop. Yeah, we did. After three weeks of nothing happening. The to worst. Fix the old one. So we had like a hotel-sized ice maker and and bin that would hold it. And this thing is massive. And it like can't be serviced unless you take it to some random stranger's shed. So <laughs> we ended up just making the decision shed. to trash this huge ice machine and getting a smaller compact one that actually makes... The cute little Sonic Ice. I think it's called Nugget Ice. Um, so little tiny squares that are nice and easily chewable. So we installed that ice machine, I think, two nights ago. Um, it's been working great, and it's super cool, and we're excited about that. So, But that, that was super frustrating. Hey, I need four bags of ice. Or, hey, I need more ice. Need more ice. Need more ice. And having to go run. I think I have a bunch of receipts that just say, like, $4 for two bags of ice. I love how you're, like... That was tough for me, and that was tough for all of us. It was. Like, you were, 
You've at least but I was one that. of the people in, involved. Yeah, like <laughs> I was the one making those trips. That, uh, w- one of other people. Doing correct. It. Other people are doing it as well. Mm-hmm. So, we're glad to have that fixed, and also the machine is much tinier now, so we can actually have a lot more room and space back there. By the way, Annie was concerned about the seal because the door got turned around. She just wasn't sure if the seal was still sealing as well. You know, I said the same thing. Because when you pull on it, it, it's like, it feels like it comes yep. undone pretty easily. She was pretty concerned about it. But then but. you really still have to yank it. I don't know. Whatever you guys think, it's your ice machine. Yeah. As long as, it's, as, long as the ice is still bosses. staying cold. Yeah. Uh, we will say this. When we first installed it, like, gray ice was coming out, and we got really concerned. It was, like, dark gray. But it turns out, obviously, it's just a new machine. It has to work out all the dust and the parts or whatever. So after about half an hour to an hour, it was coming out with cute perfectly clear ice so it's kind of a fascinating process actually it's like it's slushy ice when it first comes out i love how you just throw around the word fascinating it's no it is little little fast and loose with the word fascinating it's super fascinating (laughs) it's so fascinating how ice is no no (laughs) it comes out in slushy form until that ice cools down the cooler enough that it can start coming out in actual ice form because when it was first coming out it was gray slush and we were like this isn't working, what are we doing wrong? And then we just read that, hey, it takes a while until it actually gets cold enough inside that it'll start actually coming out cold. I thought it was fascinating. Mind blown. You just expect it to come out in perfect cubes right away, but it doesn't. Mind blown. (laughs) Good to know. In case y'all get an ice machine, does not come out in perfect cubes right away. Well, this is like a residential one. You actually install it in your house underneath your countertop. I know. I'm going to ha- totally have one we in should. my house someday. Like, some, without a doubt. Some $2,500 ice machine. We have, by the way, Jeepers. our real house. Uh huh. We're having this ice machine put in. Perfect. In the kitchen. When are we going to have our real house? You know, well, Raquel and I have been talking about getting a duplex. Um, that would not be our real house, by the way, but I'm saying, I'm thinking that that would be a good, we live in that for a couple of years, we sell that and we should have a good jumping off point from there to get so into to a real a house. Years. Yeah. You have to live in at least two years so you don't pay capital gains, um, or you don't pay capital gains on up to $500,000 worth of gain, which I don't think we'd have. So yeah, I'd say that. Maybe, maybe let's say uh, by the time I'm 30 or you're 30, we're in our what? dream home. That's five years, four or five uh, years. I was going to say, I'm going to be 30 in six years. That's yeah. a long time. Four away. years for me. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think it takes people until they're in like their 50s or 60s to get into their dream home. So, or maybe their 40s. You know, a lot of people actually rent for many, many years and don't actually buy their first house. You were in your first house at what age? 22. 22. That's when most people are graduating college and are just now living in their parents' basement, like I did, although I was in the basement, saving up money, paying off student loans, or they're paying rent somewhere. We were, you were in your first house at age 22, me at 23. The fact that we're looking into a duplex and then getting our dream home by age 30, that I think is pretty impressive. Up top. High five. Well, we're talking about Ooh, that was a how, really good high five. Oof. This is talking uh, about how great life is and how how we're moving forward and life's good. 
Do we need to bring it down a notch? (laughs) No. (laughs) Let's bring in some negative stuff. No, I'm just kidding. Has there been any rough things that have happened recently? Or is life just peaches and cream? No. Life's so easy. (laughs) I had a tummy, tum-tum problem this morning. Um, I think I might be allergic to eggs or something with eggs. Or I could have, I ate coffee. Or he doesn't hydrate. Go to, Correct. at all to today and just drank coffee and then his tummy bothered him. Yeah, I'm not sure. All I know is I have this extreme immense pressure and he, pain right underneath my top of my left. He could go ribs. to the allergen person if I know he's learned anything. I could. Do you want to do that? I could. You could take one of your appointments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fine with me. Do they also give me a massage? No. Oh. They give you acupuncture. It's to find out if you have any allergic things to anything in your environment or food, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And then if you are, they treat you for it so that it's not... It's not... Um, I don't react to it. My body as doesn't. As much, yeah. Yeah. You're not like huh. having a toxic reaction. Maybe I'll have to do that on one of these days that I don't have work, which is a couple the weeks. next couple weeks. <laughs> yeah, maybe that might be a smart idea, but I end up... Just like having to curl up in the fetal position in bed for an hour and a half and sleeping, which and honestly you was know great. how it is. Sometimes some guys don't feel good. It's yep. like end of the world. It's man. the end of the world for them. The end, end of, the, of the, world. the world. They can't deal with it. So so good. I don't know how severe it really was, but hampered to the maximum. Guys, we're gonna tell him that it was severe because he felt like it was severe. It was. I don't like throwing up, so I did everything I could not to. <laughs> oh my- and I think that that almost is worse on my it's body because it has this, in essence, poison inside that it's dealing with. Good thing you don't have to like be a woman. I know I could period. not survive at all. Those cramps would just kill me. They would though. They would. Yeah, I would not survive. Um, anyway. Anyways. Um, Anything else? You know, I know we were doing thinking about doing a little bit shorter podcast to kind of catch up, and it's obviously later in the evening, and we did not want to miss you guys for three weeks. So, sorry about the shorter podcast. Um, I don't really think we have anything else. Do we have anything planned for this week? Nothing else negative happened. It was <laughs> tough for you. I think Raquel's trying to get somewhere. No, what are we, what are I'm we just wondering because... No, what do we... No, we should like to share the good and the bad. Yeah. So we get through the good and the bad. What, uh, what, what negative thing happened? Or what bad thing happened? <laughs> Guys... My point, point t- like point prove it, like uh, really nothing. You're not talking about tennis, are you? What? Okay, <laughs> good. Thank goodness. Well, we've been loving tennis this summer. We have been. It's, it's like been the awesome. one great thing, the way to enjoy the outdoors, oh. go outside and play tennis. Talking about the lightning storm where we had to clean up all the the yard afterwards. Oh, oh the lightning oh. storm was intense. We we like had a flood at our house. We had to. We were out there for two hours the next morning cleaning up the damage, but only that happened to anyone else. I think it's because we're down in the ditch area. Yeah, so dumb. <laughs> down, in the, down in the trenches. What are you trying to hint at? What are you trying to get I'm at? I'm not hinting. I'm just asking. You're kind of giving me this weird eyes like, you know what I should bring up. Just go ahead and bring it up. No, I'm just wondering. Nothing else. Not that I can think of. But can you think of something? <laughs> None of us overreact at any point and may have caused a little bit of a miscommunication. When? 
When? When? Uh... Do you want to whisper in my ear so it sounds like I know, know I know what, what I'm talking I'm about? Talking about? I'm trying to think. We're covering three weeks here. Is this recent? I may have had to send an email. Oh yes, you want to you want to talk about that? Not specific specifics. Yes, I I got very upset and reacted very rashly, irrationally, um, and said some very choice words to Raquel, which were not very nice to her at all. And ended up apologizing a lot. But Raquel did send me an email that she was not very happy with what I had said. So, Well, sometimes when things are just too much that you're not sure how to handle it with the person face-to-face, you just can send an email to them so you can get all your thoughts written down yep. after the blow-up. And you can write them down your thoughts, and then they can read it and then marinate on the, the things you've said in response to whatever has happened. Yeah. So it might sound weird to send your spouse an email, but sometimes it could work if yeah. you're having trouble saying your feelings. Or they're having trouble listening. You don't think that they're quite listening. And they have trouble listening. You can get all your thoughts written down, organized, without being interrupted. And then they can read your email. Yeah. That's true. I had totally forgotten about that. You had not. (laughs) I love how, like, it must have impacted one of us extremely. Yeah. All these things have happened this month. And the other one's like, I forgot that even happened. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Anything else? That you want to bring up or anything well, coming up? Well, I feel up? like we tried to update you guys on life a little bit, and I promise we'll come at you hard with some good content. You yeah, know, something. Let us know if there's something you want to talk. Like want us to talk about and bring up. Say that every time. I have yet I don't to get think a message. There is anything. They're like, yeah, we heard it all. What? Yeah. Anyway, but hey, thanks for listening. Um, if we come up with anything else, we forgot to fill you in on, we'll let you know. Yeah. Thanks for listening, um, you guys. We'll see you next week. Any last words you have for everyone based off of, you know, your, what you've learned through the highs and the lows of the last several know, weeks? I think this is going to be our last week of freedom before soccer starts. And we're going five, six days a week. With work and soccer. Oh, goodbye, freedom. <laughs> Just that's your last word, everyone. Goodbye, I, freedom. These are my inspiring words that you guys can go on and start your week with. <laughs> goodbye, freedom. Not like, uh, be bold. It's all about your attitude. Just goodbye, freedom. <laughs> goodbye, freedom. Yeah, I mean, I guess. How do you plan to deal with goodbye, freedom? You know, I plan to deal with it by waking up I'm in the not morning. dealing with it. <laughs> every morning's a new morning, and by starting it with a smile on the face and a happy heart. Pretending like everything's okay. Always. <laughs> always. All right, guys. Well, thanks again for listening. Have a great week, and we will talk to you next week. Bye. Right, bye.